Welcome everyone to the Retail Corner Podcast from Proxima 360. The purpose of our podcast is to bring a relaxed and educational environment to discuss the current retail landscape, best of breed products, and retail business best practices. You will always find us talking with business users, technical resources, and retail experts on how they are and where they are headed. to the Retail Corner Podcast. Today, we're very excited because we have a visitor coming all the way from Australia. Her name is Kath Brands, and she has been in retail for quite some time. She spent some time in Amazon. Then she went on to be Global Director at Microsoft, and now she is the Chief Marketing Officer for Flink Fox International. How are you doing today? I'm so good. Thank you, Carlos. Thanks for having me. No, thank you for being with us. What, what time is it over there right now? Uh, it's it's seven o'clock in the morning on a Friday, so it's a oh it's wow a day. <laughs> well, thank you for for going the extra mile because I'm sure I'm sure you're ready for the weekend and to have some fun. But so today, the the topic of today that we want to really talk about is the value of pricing and the importance of pricing in the retail industry. Right, pricing really dictates the flow of your customer, the behavior of your customer, and if you're going to have that repeat customer or even that first sale in the first place. Right, so Kath. If you can maybe talk to us about pricing, why, why is it so important? Are retailers doing the right job at looking at pricing today with everything that's going on with inflation, just coming out of the pandemic, all this masking of things that just took place? How do you see things and what's the importance of pricing in today's world? I think it's safe to say, you know, there is never a dull moment in retail. And, you know, I've been kicking around the retail tracks for sort of 20 odd years now. um, And I'm also a shopper myself. And I guess that's why we love it, right? The fact that every day is a school day within retail. And I think, you know, if you think about everything we've been through over the course of the last sort of, you know, five, two, one years when it comes to retail, we sort of, you know, came out of this world where we were kind of, you know, digital transformation was sort of top of mind for a lot of retailers. And then all of a sudden COVID hit and no one knew what was going to happen. And then we had this amazing trading period all through the COVID with e-commerce hitting levels, you know, forecasts sort of 10 years from now. And now it's almost hard not to turn on the news or to read a story that isn't about inflation, right? Prices Mm -hmm. are rising. Interest rates are rising. Life is just getting really, really expensive. And, you know, it's like we haven't been through enough when it it comes to retail. And what's really happening now is, is that retailers are really having to make some really big decisions about their pricing strategy. It really feels like a no-win situation because, if a retailer doesn't increase their prices, they're going to be eroding their own margins, right? But if they do mm-hmm. increase their prices, they're going to be upsetting and no longer delighting their customers. So it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation that we're all in right now. But, you know, really trying to strike that perfect balance. And it's really interesting to see how other retailers are sort of doing this in the market at the moment. You know, you've got some retailers who have come out and said, We've done our price increase for the year. That's it. We're not going to do it again. And we've factored in that erosion to sales, that erosion to margin into the PL. We know it's going to be a loss and we're going to deal with that. 
And then you've got others who are taking this sort of different approach to pricing, which is they're locking pricing on essential items, the everyday items, to continue to drive consumers in store. But then they're also taking price increases and I guess on the more discretionary items that they have as well. So it, I don't know, it's like a really, really crazy, crazy time in retail. But what I would sort of you know, sum it all up with when it comes to pricing is, is that the bottom line is back. The bottom line has to be the key focus for retailers right now because if you're not focused on that bottom line, then really it's hard to say what's going to happen next because every day is a different day from a retail perspective. Oh, yeah. It, it's definitely been a roller coaster. Absolutely. And and to your point, pricing pricing plays such a high value right now, right? Because I feel like w- what do you see like is the expectation of the consumer today, right? Obviously, beyond the fact that, hey, I, how can I get a lower price? Because ironically, they're also looking for quality, right? So mm-hmm. it makes it very hard because we came off like I think this uh, generational change that happened where it was all about quality of products more than name brands, right? Just a year, two years ago. And now it's like, how do you keep maintaining that quality versus versus the pricing in order to make the margin still good or at least enough to, to keep the business afloat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, right? Because, you know, we're consumers ourselves, right? And as consumers, we're really being forced to make trade-offs because our dollars aren't going as far as they used to, right? So discretionary items and high-ticket items are the first that are going to be impacted when the world gets a little bit wobbly like it is. And retailers now more than ever, I think what they really need to do is they just need to keep their finger on the pulse of consumer buying patterns and their behaviours and have that ability to adjust and flex their pricing strategy in real time. I think, you know, if you wind back the clock to pre-COVID days, you could pretty much forecast within a box of stock as to how much you were going to sell on any given month, right? You could use historical data. You could look at, you know, buying trends. Nothing really changed. Things haven't changed in 20 years. And then you had COVID and everything changed, right? You know, the reason why toilet paper was out of stock for so long is because no one had ever bought that much toilet paper on a monthly basis ever before. And now we're getting back into this place where, where consumer behaviour is starting to get that wobbly again. So, you know, gone are the days of historical data dating back, you know, sort of a month, a year, two years, five years, ten years. You now almost have to be looking at it on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis, almost on a daily basis, and have that ability to adjust your pricing strategy as quickly as consumer demand and inflation is enforcing consumers to behave. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that that puts a very pressing challenge right on a lot of retailers, because as you very well mentioned, they were very accustomed to doing a lot of ad hoc reporting, exporting out of their amazing platforms into Excel spreadsheets and doing the analysis, right? And the insights Mm -hmm. on the data of last year versus previous year, right? That was always the strategy, current, last, and the, the one before. But now, as you very well mentioned, it all has to be almost real time. And from mm-hmm. your point of view, what, what technologies are out there, right? Obviously, Flint Fox International, you guys are there. What are you guys doing to really change the game and enable retailers to be able to react that quickly? Because obviously, we need technology to do that because our ability as humans is not there, right? And we'll never be there. And so what is out there in the market available? I think the first thing when it comes to technology and retail is is that we first of all we have to have a bit of a mind shift change, right? We've got to change our mindset from 
technology being a burden and a nice to have to technology being a must have and a friend. I think pricing is a really interesting area, right? Because if you think about so many retail teams, there's so many people that work on pricing, but so much of their time is taken up on doing sort of manual things when it comes to pricing. We did some research with Forrester and Microsoft at the back end of last year, and we found that the average retail organisation is spending 72 hours a day on uploading manual pricing data into a spreadsheet. So not only is it manual, it's also massively error prone because as brilliant as us human beings are, we're not perfect, right? And Mm. if you combine those manual hours with errors, what's basically happening is money is falling between the gaps that really can be solved with such a simple fix like technology. But I really think in going back to the benefits of, of, of tech, and also just thinking about, you know, pricing and what someone like FlintFox can do. So we're an intelligent pricing platform. So what does that mean? We basically help retailers to execute upon their pricing strategy. Pricing can be broken down into three key elements. You have your pricing strategy, which is, you know, where you figure out, okay, what is going to be my go-to-market pricing strategy for the products and SKUs inside of my organization? The next part of that is figuring out the elasticity, right? So you've got your strategy in place and now you do the modeling around the elasticity. And that's where you use tools like AI and ML to figure out, you know, competitive data scrapes to understand where the price should be, what people are paying for it, you know, the volume modeling that you can do off the back of if we set it X price versus Y price, what you get to. But then the last piece of once you've got the price strategy in place, once you know what it's going to be when they hit the shelf, is the price around execution, right? It's almost how do you execute your pricing with absolute precision so that you can maximize your profits and margins at the same time, doing so in an automated way so you're not so you're not, you know, sort of beholden to that spreadsheet that is error prone and everything else that does automating processes. At Flint Fox, what we're really focused on helping retailers do is precision price execution. And that can really best be summarized in what I call, what I've termed, coined the phrase of the three P's of intelligent pricing, and that's productivity, payback, and profit. So what we mean by productivity is going back to my point earlier, you know, you can reclaim the time spent laboring over manual spreadsheets and, you know, the 71 hour, or the 72 hours a day that we found within our research that people are spending on manual hours, that equates to a million dollars in cost saving on productivity gains if you are to use Flintbox or an intelligent pricing tool to help you manage all of that manual pricing data and bring it together in an automated platform. The wow. next one is- and, that, and that's just a million dollars just from the labor standpoint, right? Because obviously, as you very well mentioned, there's all the, the human error, right? That will take place where you potentially, like, I remember seeing an article, they, they put some TVs for like 99 cents instead of $999. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, it creates a lot of chaos because outside of the labor cost, then you have right the external costs that are affecting your business. Exactly. And that kind of brings me on to my second P of of intelligent pricing, which is payback. So it's exactly what you're saying, Carlos. When you get rid of not only the error or when you've also got people working on more strategic things when it comes to pricing, when you put in place an intelligent pricing platform, what that means is that the payback to your business is almost instantaneous. Getting rid of the errors 
automating processes. We're seeing, you know, within 12 weeks of people implementing our pricing platform, they're having a, they're paying back the implementation cost. And we're also delivering profit back to the business within 12 weeks. You know, one of the retailers that we work with in the US, they saw a hundred thousand dollars of rebates that they'd missed on a on, on the first month of being live with with Flint Fox, right? A hundred thousand dollars. Wow, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. That's a lot of inventory. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of replenishment they can do, right? Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, the last P is profit. So the bottom line is back. And I think, you know, what we really need to be focused on when it comes to profit is understanding how you are having the right pricing strategy in place, the right pricing tools in place can bring bottom line profit to your organization. And so really what I think when it comes to profit and, and the trick here is, is it's been able to have that left to right visibility of your data. It's been able to, at a click of the button, have absolute visibility of the margin that you're making on every single SKU or ASIN inside of your business and then being able to play with it, right? So you might figure out that, okay, it's week two of the month, we're not really hitting the volume the volume that we're meant to be doing. Our margins are up on some areas, but they're down on other, on other categories. Mm-hmm. When you have visibility and when you can have the right tools in place to be able to play with that margin, you can make some pretty nimble decisions to say, okay, this isn't working. What we're going to do is we're going to increase our promo on X category and we are going to keep X category at the at the current place it is. And that's sort of playing with the margin and having the visibility to model that out will get you back to a place where you feel like you're in control and you're in control of your profit and margin. And control amongst all the craziness in the world right now feels like a pretty good place to be. <laughs> no, absolutely. And one thing, obviously, the quicker you can react to applying some promotions, right? Incentivizing the customer to come and purchase and create that volume that you're expecting. It can only equate to less clearance merchandise at the end of the day. Right. And I think that's the objective always at the end of the day, that your clearance is as small as possible because then that's when your margins are really just completely negative. Totally. And you know, you think about it, right? We have the tools available to us now to send an email to a customer and 20 seconds later, they know about a sale and they're going to react to that. So our pricing and your pricing strategy should be able to respond as quickly as your consumers can respond to you putting out information about how you're going to market for that particular day, week or month. No, absolutely. And I'm assuming FlingFox has the ability to obviously segregate by market, segregate by region, all that good stuff, right? Because I think one of the great benefits that you're talking about, the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, if I have a couple hundred stores, I'm all over the country or I'm global, right? There's going to be different celebratory things that are going to take place that maybe I can create those promotions again to incentivize that volume because there's a festivity or there's something that's going on that's going to affect the consumer, right? And their, their desire to purchase something. Absolutely. I think, you know, omni-channel and having an omni-channel pricing strategy plus a geographic um, pricing strategy is something which is so, so important today. Because the thing is, right, is people in different parts of the country and different parts of the world are going through a different sort of inflation right now. You know, you think about our poor friends in the UK, they're expecting a 20% increase in inflation. Here in Australia, it's slightly different for us. Like, yes, it's high, we're at 6%, but, you know, this country was already super duper expensive. So our inflation levels are a little bit different. And having the ability to sort of duck and dive and move 
based on your geolocation and also your channels when it comes to commerce and comes to pricing really means that you can maximize your profits, maximize your margins, and really start to make sure that, you know, it doesn't have to be a one shoe fits all approach. That was the old world. That was the manual world. We now live in this wonderful omni-channel, multi-channel world, and you can have a different price for a downtown store in Manhattan or a, you know, a, a, a country store way out in Alabama. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now everything is tailor fit, right? Instead, totally. instead, of, instead of the cookie cutter for everybody. No, absolutely. And what would you say are like some quick wins that you can like pose out there for the retailers, for everybody that's listening to us? What would you say are some quick wins when it comes to pricing? So what I would say is, my first one is data, 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 data. Now, I didn't realize I was such a data geek until I figured out how wonderful data is. You know, us marketing folk, we're all about the feel, the vibe, the gut. But I really believe when it comes to pricing, data, data, data. And what I mean by that is having your data in order. So one of the hardest things as retailers is is that we have siloed data. We have data that sits across so many different parts of the organization and your data isn't all aggregated into one place. Now, when your data isn't all talking to each other and it isn't all singing, you don't have that left to right visibility. So you can't make good business decisions based on all the right information that you have to have. So bringing together data is the first thing. The second thing is making sure that you're agile, right? Like I said earlier, you need to be able to duck and dive and move as fast as your customers are right now and also as the market is evolving as well. And people are amazing. People can move quickly, but technology can move quicker than people. And when you've got the right platforms in place, the right technology in place, it means that you can have that real-time data at your fingertips to let your people make great decisions about how you're going to execute upon your pricing, how you're going to get to your customers, how you're going to engage them and get them through the doors to buy more at this really turbulent time. And I guess my really, really, my last point around, you know, what people can do around pricing right now is it's just about control, right? Like just gain control back. There's no reason that you should feel overwhelmed because there are tools available to help you gain control. And, you know, obviously I'm talking about Flint Fox today and, you know, what we can help from a pricing perspective, but just in general, we really need to, as retailers, be open-minded about tech. Tech is our friend. It's not a, it's not a friend of me. It really is here to help and enable. And, you know, all of us people that work for, you know, work in retail tech, we're all ex-retailers. We've lived the life. We've got the battle battle scars from Black Fridays, <laughs> Cyber Mondays, Christmas trading periods. We design technology because we want to make the lives of retailers easier. So a tech forward mindset is really, really important about weathering the storm when it comes to the crazy, crazy trading environment we're in today. Absolutely. No, and, and I like the whole taking control, right? Because mainly I think is starting to be proactive, right? Instead of being reactive, right? It, it, because of this roller coaster, we're all being reactive, but we got to come back to start being proactive because then the margins will go up, right? Things, customer service will go up. The customer experience will be better, right? When you're being proactive, you're preparing for what's to come rather than just trying to constantly catch up. Totally. And then you think about the way that that, in itself 
you know, brings itself to life inside of the environment, right, inside of the retail environment. When everybody is calm, people have an amazing shopping experience. And at the end of the day, as a shopper myself, that's what I love. I love that beauty, that thrill of the chase of walking into a beautiful retail store and an amazing online experience. And you buy because it's beautiful and you love products and you make, you know, your elasticity goes up when you're having a fantastic experience. Absolutely. And your willingness to go back and repeat, right? Which is the most important thing. The last thing I want to ask you, which I always ask all of our guests, if you had one piece of advice, the most important thing, if maybe budget is not there, whatever the the case might be, right, that, that a company might be going through or an entrepreneur might be going through, what would be the one piece of advice you would leave them with? Customer first. It's always the customer You know, it was one of the things that I learned when I worked at Amazon is, you know, it was a, they always put the customer first. You solve problems based on customers' needs and customers' wants and customers' pain points. So if you're sort of struggling on knowing where to start, where to stop or or what's next, just go back to your customer. What is it that they love? What is it that they need from you? What is it that they want from you? And then solve your problems working backwards from the customer. Kath, thank you for that great piece of advice. It has been a wonderful conversation. And for everybody out there, if you guys want to start being proactive instead of reactionary to your pricing, reach out to Kath, reach out to her team at Flame Fox International. They have an amazing tool. I was looking at their website. It looks phenomenal. So I would definitely recommend for you guys to go visit. And Kath, thank you so much for spending your morning with us. Hey, anytime. I could talk about retail all day and all night. I love it so much. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, please email us at podcast at retailcorner.live or visit our website, retailcorner.live. Looking forward to having you as our guest on our podcast. And thank you so much for listening.